everybody, I just wanted to take a minute and thank you for listening to this podcast. Make sure you leave a like and a review on whatever podcast platform you're getting this from. Watch my daily radio shows live stream on rumble.com slash Casey the host. And I'm moving away from Facebook onto Telegram. So please follow me on Telegram at Casey the host. And of course, my website, which is a conservative news aggregator. You can get all of the best real news every single day, plus my daily show prep podcast videos and more, theburningtruth.us. And if you like knives, Kydex holsters, pepper spray, and hidden cameras, make sure you do your shopping at asdefense.com. Enjoy the show. What do you think, Josh? Did I quit? Did I quit MNC? Did I get fired? Let's be honest. It's, it's, it's about a 50-50 shot of which way that goes. I'm always I'm always in danger of being fired. All it takes, let's be honest, all it takes is for John to not be here. Okay? Let's be honest. Right, Josh? If John's not here, it doesn't matter how much money I make the company. doesn't matter what my ratings are. You know how I know that? Because I've been in that position before where a good program director gets removed or leaves, and even though you're the top product of the station, a new, new person doesn't like you, and they just want to shake things up because they want to you know, pee all over the building and make it their own, and then they just ruin it. I've been there before. Uh, this is not a pre-record. Okay? How many pre-records of my show do you guys run? I heard like three minutes of one of them. It was one of those rare moments where I was in the car, I heard somebody on the radio, and I was like, damn, this guy's good. And I was like, oh, it's me. It's me. You know what I did yesterday? I watched several of my recent Rumble videos. You know how pathetic you have to be to do that? I mean, we used to call that an air check, but I've been in this business long enough that I shouldn't really have to do that. Everybody should from time to time, but honestly... I thoroughly enjoyed them. And if you haven't watched them, you should go to rumble.com slash Casey the host and watch them because they're very good. You can watch the live streams too. We are live on Rumble right now. I'm doing a new thing. I'm on LinkedIn today. I've never streamed to LinkedIn ever. So I'm streaming to LinkedIn today as well. A lot of new things are coming in this year. Um, once again, the the trend has continued when Casey takes vacation. This is, for the record, this is the longest vacation I've ever had in my career. And it was, I was, I was lucky enough to get it. I was kicked out of the building. They gave me extra days. Um, I had, we, we got to the beginning of December and I had 112 hours of vacation banked up. You don't even want to know what the personal time numbers are or the sick days. And it, it's, we'll see, I've been here, what, 11 years. And I think in 11 years, including COVID, I've taken like 11 sick days. So that's kind of where we're at on average, like one a year. Uh, so they kicked me out of the building and I still lost a bunch of my vacation time, but it's good that, uh, that they did that. I appreciate it. I am well rested. A lot of you were asking if I was crawling up the walls and things like that. Yes, because as is always the case, when I go on vacation, chaos happens. So here's, here's where we're at. Now I'm not going to get to it right now, but a whole lot of people owe me some apologies and Josh is ready to take your phone calls for you to publicly apologize about all of the stuff I've been telling you for the past two years that now everybody, including Fauci, is admitting I was right. That's weird how that happens, Josh. I left a conspiracy theorist and I came back as a prophet. How did that happen? Huh. That's crazy. Yeah, I know that I wasn't alone. I know that there are other people out there, but let's be honest. A lot of the stuff that you heard about COVID... You heard from me weeks, months, sometimes years 
before anybody else said it. And I would like to thank all of the Joe Rogan uh, Fairweather fans. <laughs> thank you for joining the show. I appreciate it. Joe Rogan finally on the right track. Took him a long time to get there, but he's finally on the right track. He joined Getter, by the way. Did you see that? He joined Getter uh, because he's really worried about Twitter censorship. He's had a lot of guests. Dr. Malone was on recently. A really good interview, by the way. Um, and Twitter took it down. YouTube took it down. This is one of the most prestigious people in infectious diseases in the entire world. Took it down. You need to listen to it. It's still on Spotify, by the way. All right. There's a lot to get to. I want to start with some relatively new news, okay? This is Indiana news, but this is big, especially for you parents out there who have been fighting this fight for for so long for your kids. There is new legislation, two bills, okay? Two bills, and it has now made national news. So Christopher Rufo has, uh, has tweeted out, and by the way, thank you to people who sent this to me a couple hours ago. Indiana state legislators have introduced a bill to ban critical race theory indoctrination in public schools and provide parents with total curriculum transparency, which for the record, you're supposed to have in the state anyway. So think about this. In the state of Indiana, you are supposed to be able to see, you should see this anywhere. In the state of Indiana, you're supposed to be able to have full and complete access to your child's curriculum at school. The problem is a bunch of principals and superintendents decided they don't want you to know what they're teaching your kids. And so they're actually violating the rules by doing that. So now you have to recodify something to strengthen the language so that parents can no longer be shut out of knowing what their kid is being taught in school. As I've been telling you my entire career, this is nothing new, okay? My entire career, schools do not want parents involved in their child's education. From day one, I think probably the first weekend, the first Sunday that I cracked a microphone, I think I said that, like 15, 16 years ago. And, of course, you get, you know, parents and teachers, oh, no, that's not true. Teachers are amazing. They're flawless. They never do anything wrong. Parents are like, oh, all of my teachers uh, for my kids are amazing. That's, that's great if, if that was the case. The problem is that, you know, at least half of those people were lying. Let's be honest. It's Clark County School District, the worst school district in the country. And the reality has always been they don't want you involved in your child's education unless, and I don't mean individual teachers. I mean, the system doesn't, unless, of course, that kid is failing, and then they want to blame the parents. If the kid succeeds, it's all because of the school system. It's not because of parental involvement. If the kid fails, it is not because of the school system, and it is all because of a lack of parental involvement. Get it? That's how they set the system up. That's how they always have set the system up. This is nothing new. This is how it was when I went through. This is how it was when your parents, my parents, went through school as well. And it is exactly how it is going for many of you who have got kids in school, grandkids in school, even grandkids, uh, great-grandkids, for those of you who are a little bit older. That's just how it's set up. And so the idea that you now have to have new legislation to strengthen the, the, the access that parents have to their child's education is, while it's good the legislation is being introduced, we'll see what the purple Republicans in the state capitol do about it, it's good that it's being introduced, but what a real sad commentary, not just on the United States, but our state in particular, that we even have to do it. I want you to just think about that for just a second. How many governors, Josh, you've been here a lot longer than I have. How many governors have we had that have been directly tied to public education? Joe Kernan. Got Kernan? We, no, 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 no. 
Daniels, right? Pence's wife. Okay. Holcomb's really like the first guy in a long time that isn't, unless, is his wife tied to it? I don't know. I have to look it up. But it's, you know, you have governor after governor after governor after governor with immediate and direct ties to public education, and yet Republican Party in Indiana continues to fail you. Continues to do it. And it's because they just pick who the uh, the unions want. And they're trying to appease the unions. The unions hate, the teachers union hates Republicans, guys. I, I don't know what else to tell you. They, they don't like Republicans. They don't like them in any state in the country. They don't like them here. They're not going to help Republicans win any elections. There's no sense in appeasing them. All they continue to do is appoint these radical secretaries of education, and the system continues to get worse. A simple fundamental ideal like mom and dad or guardian should know what their child is being taught in school so that the parents are involved, that the parents can help reinforce those lesson plans at home. That's a very simple thing that everybody's always understood was a foundation for great success in, in, ac- in academic education, right? Everybody knows that. So why doesn't public schools, why don't public schools want parents to have that access? And why do we have to write new laws to increase that access? Because principals and superintendents looking right at you, Goshen, Middlebury, Penn, Concord, everywhere else that's been hiding curriculum from parents, How sad is that? All they need to do is understand what their kids are being taught. And if you weren't teaching things that were not controversial, I should say, if you were teaching things that were not controversial, you would not have an issue. I'm out of practice, Josh. Been gone for like three weeks. You wouldn't have this problem. If you were teaching reading, writing, math, science, all of the basics and the fundamentals, and then, of course, you got your elective classes, you wouldn't have an issue like what's happening right now. But you're not. You're teaching radical political ideology. You are rewriting history. You're lying about concrete government foundational documents. And you're brainwashing children. And that's the only reason that anybody's upset about this. There's a lot of you out there who are a lot older than I am who are sitting there. You're scratching your heads about the, the idea that a school would not allow parents to know what their child is being taught is so foreign to you. Many of you, and I know because I run into this on a regular basis, you still don't believe that this is actually happening. But it is. And there is no debate. It's 100% happening. So Christopher Rufo posted about this on Twitter today. And I will go over the two pieces of legislation specifically that we are going to be talking about here as the legislative uh, session comes into session here. Um, and why you need to know about House Bill 1040 and Senate Bill 167 in Indiana. Coming up, News Talk 95.3, Michiana's News Channel. I've slowed down on my FanDuel reads, man. Trying to do that disclaimer as fast as I normally do. I can't do it. My lips don't move. You know, you know when you walk up the stairs and your legs start burning and getting tired because that lactic acid starts building up and you start slowing down? That's how my mouth already feels. Like, I just cannot. It's going to take some time. I have never had that much time off in in my entire career. Ever. All right, so there's a pair of bills that are headed to the Indiana 2022 legislative session where, of course, we will start to rage about it because they're all going to get screwed up because, let's be honest, it's the Republican Party in Indiana, and they're going to 
they're going to ruin this because they're weak. That's just who they are. At a county level, you've got a lot of really strong county parties, but the state party in Indiana is, well, it's, it's as purple and pathetic as they come. So, 2022 legislative session. It would prohibit Indiana schools' ability to teach certain concepts related to race and sex while also rolling back schools' ability to require vaccinations, mask mandates, or quarantines for asymptomatic students. So House Bill 1040 and Senate Bill 167 have been filed in the state House as Education Matters bills. They are pieces of legislation including language that would ban Indiana schools' ability to implement uh, concepts most commonly equated with critical race theory, which, of course, should not be taught in public education anyway. If you want to go into a legal framework uh, in the collegiate level where critical race theory would be a part of your, your law practice, by all means, take the course. Shouldn't be taught to kids, period. Let's be honest. It's um, The concept has been perverted with a bunch of nonsensical, inaccurate stuff anyway. And, of course, the just overt racism of it, but I digress. Uh, the bill filed in the Senate SB 167 prohibits K-12 schools from requiring a student or employee of the school corporation to engage in training, orientation, or therapy that presents any form of racial or sex stereotyping or blame on the basis of sex, race, ethnicity, religion, color, national origin, or political affiliation. Or political affiliation. Hey, Josh, or political affiliation was thrown in there. Watch how fast the Republican Party in Indiana strips that out of the bill. Watch how fast, write this down, Josh, write this, watch how fast the political affiliation aspect of this bill gets stripped out of it by the Republicans. Watch. So uh, this is the article at WTHR.com, by the way. So they go through all of this. Now, Todd Rokita, when it comes to the masking stuff, Todd Rokita, the attorney general, I'm taking credit for this. Nobody else is giving me credit for this. You remember when I had him on the first time um, after he became the attorney general? You remember when I had him on that first time? What was it like the first thing I did? It was like, yeah, man, it must suck being the attorney general with such a weak governor, right? And, I mean, I'm paraphrasing how I put it, but did I or did I not egg him on for like five minutes on, look, you need to separate yourself from Holcomb and his abuse of power here. Did I or did I not? I did. And what did he do? He, he played the good attorney general. Nah, you know, we've got a good working relationship, yada, yada. Now what's Todd Rokita doing? Todd Rokita is doing exactly what I told him he needed to do when he first became the attorney general, and he is sticking it to the chinless one, Eric Holcomb. That's what we're going with, okay? So now, all of a sudden, Todd Rokita is like, Psh, there's all these articles. These are national articles. They're not local articles. They're picked up all over the country about how Todd Rokita is battling Governor Holcomb. And Todd Rokita's right, okay? He's right. We all know that he's right. We all know that Holcomb is wrong. But again, it doesn't really matter all that much. Uh, so you've got all of this happening. I'm taking full credit for that. And I know that nobody's given it to me, but I am because I'm the first guy that pushed him on it. And I'm glad to see that he is finally taking it. Here's the thing. You know, Todd Rokita has been around a long time. I kind of have, I'm kind of got him pegged on, on where he, where his beliefs really are and that sort of thing. And Yes, he does put on a campaign show because he wants to get elected. He wants to become governor. I understand that. Um, yes, he does a lot of things that are good in spirit but aren't actually enforceable. They're not really laws, but, you know, they they sound good. Yeah, he does all of that. But I also know that he honestly truly does believe a lot of the things that he says, even though he doesn't have a legal component to go ahead and, and put something out that's enforceable. And that's what he's finally doing. He's finally pushing on this. And there are other Republicans all throughout the state of Indiana that are doing the same thing. Like, look, Holcomb, you got to stop with this stuff. 
And Holcomb's out there going, I'll stop with the emergency authorizations and all the COVID stuff if you just vaccinate all of your kids. Meanwhile, all of the data says that the vaccine is more dangerous for kids than the virus is. So really what the governor is saying, the chinless one, Eric Holcomb is saying is, I want you to jeopardize the safety and welfare of your children before I stop jeopardizing the safety and welfare of your children. That sounds like a good person to you, Josh. Doesn't sound like a good person to me. And here's the thing. Anybody who is a Holcomb apologist, who's no, his chin really isn't that small, Casey. Anybody who is a Holcomb apologist out there, I defy you. My email has been cleansed of 35,000 unread emails because it's the new year and I've started over. If you're going to send me an email, this is your, your opportunity. Because to be honest, by February 15th, dude, I'm not going to, I'm not going to see anything in there. So you've got a, you've got a little bit of a window here. If you really want to have this discussion, send me one, one study that is peer reviewed or a, a blind clinical trial, one, just one that says Holcomb is right about vaccinating kids and Casey is wrong. Just one. Now, when you send that one, be aware, I'm going to send you about 143 back in your direction, but I just need you to send me one so I can at least say, well, you looked. Just one. It just doesn't doesn't exist. Holcomb's entire COVID policy is him waking up, shuffling over to the mirror. I'm assuming he wears those light blue boxer shorts, if not tidy whities Looking in the mirror, going, I wish I had a chin. And then reaching into the back of his boxer shorts and pulling out a giant steaming pile of crap and throwing it at the mirror because he's disgusted with his own reflection because he has no chin, and that's his COVID policy. None of it's based on science. It's all based on fecal matter. That's it. That's all it is. You're looking at another sad little man who's depressed that he doesn't have a chin, doesn't like the way he looks in the mirror, and he pulls crap out of his backside to jeopardize your children's well-being. And then to get him to stop jeopardizing your children's well-being, his deal was jeopardize your children's well-being a little bit more and then I'll stop doing it for you. No. Casey, would uh, would Greg have been better? No. I heard what Greg said when he was campaigning. No. You should have voted for the libertarian guy. (laughs) That's what you should have done. But you didn't. You screwed up because this tribalist nonsense in the state of Indiana, you had an opportunity, you knew it, but you were so worried that Greg was going to be bad. You're hopeful that Holcomb wouldn't be as bad as most Democrats are. Holcomb is. He's as bad as most Democrats are when it comes to COVID policies. Now, I know that some of you don't want to hear that, but that's the truth. And I know that I get a little hyperbolic about some of the stuff dealing with him, but let's be honest, his entire tenure, I have been pretty mild at Holcomb. Even when I've disagreed with him, I've been mild, I've been respectful. The man is intentionally jeopardizing the safety and welfare of children. That's not acceptable. That's not okay. He is openly defying the scientific evidence in order to screw with your lives and jeopardize the financial well-being, 
the political well-being and the health and safety of this state. And he is doing all of these things in complete opposition to the actual scientific research. He has no data at all that's ever been presented to him that says, I'm wrong and he's right. None. His one moment of victory was when he ran around dunking on everybody saying, my mask mandate killed off COVID in the summer of 2020. Hey, Josh, what um, is it the summer of 2020? How long ago was the summer of 2020 when Holcomb said his mask mandate beat COVID? It was the summer of 2020. We're in winter of 2022. I think he jumped the gun on that one. Just a, just a little bit. Some of us need, you know, we need a chin that we can kind of like catch a peripheral image with. Keeps us in line so we can stay in between the lines and we don't get all wacky and stuff. He doesn't have that, so it's, it's unfortunate. At least he can grow a beard, though. He can hide the fact that he doesn't have a chin. But nothing changes the fact that he doesn't have a chin. Sorry. He makes enough money. Why doesn't he get plastic surgery on that? He's got a really good plastic surgeon right up the road here. Really good. I'm sure that center PC would probably throw a chin in there for him. Do wonders for his confidence. Probably needs some of those testosterone injections. Maybe he can go and go to Nutrition HQ. Pick up some of the uh, some of the alpha pack. Get some of the free free roaming testosterone in his body up. But too, hey, look, little things like that change personalities. And stop drinking tea and start drinking coffee like a man, Holcomb. Got more coming up. 95.3 MNC. You keep my audio, please. <clears throat> mm. I've been gone for what? Almost three weeks? Two and a half-ish? A lot of things have happened, Josh. And a lot of people owe me an apology. So many apologies. I went away as a pariah, a conspiracy theorist, trying to get a Reynolds Wrap endorsement for Tinfoil Tuesdays. And what did I come back as? The Prophet Casey. That's right. The Book of Casey. Make a movie out of it. The Book of Eli. Great movie, by the way. <clears throat> it's biblical, in case you didn't know. Let's run over some of the uh, the things that that have come up. Shall we, Josh? Since I've been gone. You ready? <clears throat> Everybody now, including all of the health experts, say the cloth masks don't work. Huh. I was the first person in the country to tell you that. Don't know anybody else. Streamer, social media, radio host, television. I don't know anybody else who told you that before me. Don't know anybody. <clears throat> CNN's own Leanna Wen says cloth masks don't work now. <laughs> I can't, honestly, I, <laughs> I, I don't. Okay, here we go. <clears throat> Former FDA Commissioner Scott Gottlieb admits masks don't work. I'm just going to go through the headlines because this is like 50 stories. Literally 50. 5-0. That's how many are in this folder in my show profile rant. 50 stories of Casey was right and we're all wrong in two and a half weeks of me being on vacation. So I'm just going to go through a few of them, okay? Not going to do all of them. Scott Gottlieb, former FDA commissioner, is with Pfizer. Cloth masks do not work against COVID. Yeah, we know. 
Casey told us that a long time ago. Dr. Leanna Wen, former honcho over at Planned Parenthood, now the chief medical analyst over at It's Not News at CNN. A real big pedophile problem over there, by the way. She says cloth masks don't work. I've got this other, um, where did this other one go? Yeah, this is a local news story from like a television news station, like one of the uh, Alphabet News dealios. Local doctors say it's time to ditch the cloth mask and upgrade. Yeah, to what? <laughs> to, to what? You still go to the FDA's website, they still tell you that your surgical masks don't do deadly squat for the COVID. That's on the FDA's website still. It's better than a cloth mask, though. That's true. It is. <laughs> uh, you, you can't make this up. All right, here we go. You ready? <clears throat> CNN is now, just now, Josh, warning everybody that obesity is linked to COVID deaths. Yeah, everybody's known that since April of 2020. How long ago was April 2020, Josh? Long time ago, right? Yeah, April 2020. So CNN is finally on that bandwagon. So maybe it's not wise to uh, to show all of the pictures of the... Was that Cosmo or what is it? What, what magazine did the, uh, the, uh, the hefty ladies and said, this is healthy? In the middle of a pandemic where we know that overweight people perish at dramatically higher rates. I'm not shaming anybody for your weight. Lord knows I need to lose a few pounds too. I'm just saying we all know it ain't healthy. There's no sense of pretending. You want to live your life uh, eating what you're eating and, and behaving how you're behaving? That's, that's cool. I don't have a problem with that. Live your life what makes you happy, but let's not pretend that you are uh, healthy as a result of that. Uh, what else do we have here? Um, more than half of Omicron hospitalizations were not actually for COVID. That's nice. Understaffed hospitals are easing mandates and rehiring unvaxxed employees. I even have a nurse who was fired because she refused to get vaccinated on TikTok, saying hospitals are calling me and begging me to come back to work. So the nurses went from heroes to kooky conspiracy theorist villains and then fired. Hospitals became overcapacity. And now they're hiring all of those nurses back, vaxxed or not. Nurses who test positive for COVID in some hospitals are still being told to show up to work with a positive test. Not exposed, a positive test. Biden was apparently giving a press conference or something earlier today. You know that, that the U.S. broke its record for COVID cases, right? Like daily cases. Like we broke... How's that possible, Josh? How long we had a vaccine now? Over a year. Over a, all the mask mandates still not working, Holcomb. Still not. Oh, by the way, did you see that the South Bend Teachers Union is uh, going on a tirade because they want a countywide mask mandate put back in place? In the midst of all of the experts saying the masks don't work, uh, all the mask mandates and vaccinations and everything else, yeah, we still got record number of cases. Guess who's getting sick, Josh? Guess who's getting sick? People who never had COVID who are vaccinated. Those are the people getting sick right now. I was right. They were wrong. I was right. They were. I got a lot more. We're gonna. We're gonna. We're not gonna have a lot of time for it. 
we got a lot more coming up. Uh, by the way, I want to thank Impress Jewelry Creations, creating meaningful jewelry for the moments that will last a lifetime. Visit them online at impressjewelers.com. All right, we're going to do a speed run through this, and then I'm going to open everything up because I know that some of you are really concerned that I wasn't coming back. I got your emails. I got your text messages. I got your social media messages over the past couple of days. I got it. I know. You thought that I was gone. People were asking if they needed to, uh, to light up the, uh, the, the torches and bring pitchforks to the building and all that other stuff. All right, here we go. We're just going to run down the, the list. I've got 50 links here. We'll see how many we can get, okay? Cue my audio, too, please, Josh. <clears throat> All right. Omicron surges. Understaffed hospitals are easing mandates and rehiring unvaxxed employers. We did that before. Um, former FDA Commissioner Scott Gottlieb admits cloth masks don't work. Uh, Fauci is now admitting that neither the vaccines nor the boosters are working to stop the spread of COVID. He admitted that on CNN. Uh, two years too late. The experts are finally admitting the cloth masks do not work. Uh, what else do we have here? Uh, Democrats are facing potential annihilation in the midterms, and suddenly, out of the blue, the Biden administration is worried about insane COVID regulations, and now it's the state's problem. It's not the federal government's problem anymore, which uh, Trump was attacked for saying. Now Biden is saying the exact same thing. Uh, ben Shapiro had a really good thread on on Twitter where he went through all of the things that they will now admit we were right about and they were wrong about. It is a fantastic threat. So basically, cloth masks are ineffective against Omicron. The vaccinated can spread and get COVID. The death rate is comparable to the flu. Many people are entering hospitals with COVID, not from COVID. Natural immunity is a reason that Omicron has not been as virulent. Uh, We have to take into account societal needs, not just the spread of COVID. That's according to the CDC. He's quoting actual, like, the people, the establishment. Asymptomatic should not be tested. Uh, we should focus on hospitals and death, uh, hospitalizations and deaths, not just the case rate. Children are not at risk and schools should remain open. COVID is predominantly an illness affecting the immuno, immunocompromised and elderly, and we should not shut down society. Those are all the things that have admitted since I've been on vacation, Josh. Those are all new things that they're now admitting to. France is banning popcorn because of COVID. True story. <clears throat> Fauci has admitted that kids are not being hospitalized from COVID, but it's still telling you to vaccinate them anyway. The CDC is admitting that PCR tests produce false positives. 96% of Germans with Omicron were fully vaccinated. 28% of them were triple vaccinated. Only 4% of them were unvaxxed, according to government data. Fauci says that hospitals are overcounting the number of COVID-19 cases in children. Where have I heard that before, Josh? Scientists have now found, according to a new study... A 99% effective cheap COVID treatment. Want to know what it is? Benadryl. 93% of people who died after being vaccinated were killed by the vaccine, according to a new study. 93% of people who died after being vaccinated were actually killed by the vaccine, according to a new study. Hospitals are rehiring unvaxxed nurses. Uh, In Vermont, COVID-positive but symptom-free patients are overwhelming emergency rooms there. The New York Times had an article about how COVID boosters may cause immune system fatigue and compromise your ability to fight the virus. Where have I heard that before, Josh? A nurse whistleblower is now saying that more kids are dead from the vaccine than COVID-19. Yeah, we know that. 
That's in the VAERS data. U.S. confirmed 441,000 new COVID cases on Tuesday, which is a record. Biden spoke about that today. Omicron infection appears to protect against Delta variant and could displace it, according to a new South African study. Local doctors are urging you to upgrade your cloth mask to reduce COVID spread because cloth masks don't work. Omicron could be so mild that Americans are struggling to distinguish it from a common cold. Uh, that Karen who, who assaulted that elderly guy in that Delta Airlines flight, you saw that video, Josh? She's a former Baywatch actress. 49-year-old New York Times editor died of a heart attack right after he was injected with a booster shot. Nobody's talking about that. 90% of people who contract Omicron may never show the symptoms. Merck's new COVID-19 pill could actually trigger a new variant, according to experts. A FOIA request reveals that Pfizer's shot caused an avalanche of miscarriages and stillborns. And I am only about a third of the way through. That's all the things that, that came out when I was on vacation, proving that I was right and they were wrong. Y'all owe me an apology. We're coming up. Yeah, 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 voice guy, whatever, go away. All right. 574-2595-953. That is 2595-953. Here's what I have done. This is different than usual. And I'm I'm letting you know that this is likely going to change. So if you want any of the links or the other 20 or so that I didn't get to, that I was just railing through in that last segment, you need to go to the burningtruth.us. That is my website. Sign up for the newsletter. For the love of God, sign up for the newsletter. Follow me on Telegram. Follow me on Rumble. This is critical. Okay, You know how I know it's critical, Josh? Because of all of the emails and the messages I've been getting over the past several days asking if I quit MNC or been fired, you would have known when I was coming back and where I was had you followed me on social media. I'm just, I'm just saying. I'm not mad. Just saying. I could have saved you all of the angst had you simply followed. So there's big things coming. Whole new website, a new social network in the website, bunch of stuff's coming, okay? Soon. So now, I have embedded the entire show prep folder, the entire folder with 50 links in the daily show prep today. Usually I just post a link that we talk about in the show. That entire folder has been embedded. Here's the thing, though. If I move something in the folder, I move something out of that folder, it goes away, changes. So you need to go to the Daily Show Prep today. I promise not to touch it tonight. You go to the Daily Show Prep today. You click on today's link. You go in there, and you'll be able to access all of those links. Okay? Making it as easy as I possibly can for you. It has been so long since I've been with you, I'm just going to open up the phone lines for open lines. How about that? Let's just do that. Why not? It's, I mean, it's, it's a Monday-ish Tuesday. So let's go ahead and do open lines, 574-2595-953. That is 2595 953 Glass Doctor of Elkhart and St. Joseph County phone line 574 25 95 953. Give us a call right now to the phone lines. We go, Scott. Welcome to the program. Welcome back, Casey. Thank you. What's up, man? How you doing? One of those people so worried yesterday, man. (laughs) I couldn't sleep at all last night. You follow me on Telegram, you would have (laughs) known. I'm with you on Rumble. I've got to get on Telegram. Yeah, I can't Um, do status updates on Rumble, unfortunately, but yeah. Yes, that being said that I'm a huge fan, that that only makes this phone call that much harder because I'm calling for an apology. Okay. I'm very, very offended mm-hmm. by your comment about tea. 
because I'm drinking tea by default. I don't know what better to drink to replace coffee. Okay. So, so you, here's my problem. You, you, well, you had a doctor tell you to not drink coffee anymore, though, right? No, 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 no. Uh, I haven't seen a doctor in years. I'm perfectly healthy. Okay. I drank. I was a monster at drinking coffee through okay. July of this year. Okay. Uh, make a pot of coffee in the morning and practically drink it all. Right. Nothing into wrong with July, that. I've been doing that since I was six. There you go. Uh, into July, I'm walking in the kitchen. I'm grinding coffee for my wife. She huh? says, man, that smells really good. I said, no, it doesn't. That was my first sign that I had COVID. <sighs> Oh, my no. smell is completely shot. Oh, my God. You get, oh, no. See, a friend of ours oh, hates the, the smell of bacon now. Oh, no. Can you imagine? I haven't I haven't noticed. No, I can't. That that would be even worse. Oh. But, uh, yeah, it's it's killing me, man. I cannot stand the smell of coffee now. Okay. So I, I'm hoping, because I trust you with everything else COVID-related. Yeah. I'm hoping you can point me in the right direction. Now, what I, have I'm you tried? Permanent now. Okay. What have you tried to fix... The, the, did you lose your taste taste buds or just your smell? At first, I didn't think I lost anything as far as taste and smell, but it's definitely, both of them are definitely muted. Okay. It's more of this distortion of my smell. Okay. Um, like, I can drink coffee. I can choke it down if right, I right. put some type of creamer in it that covers the normal smell. Yeah, but the smell is, yeah. So a friend it's of ours, yeah, a friend of ours, she she hates the smell of bacon now. She doesn't like the smell of steak. I think certain chickens. Uh, so like, a lot wow. of her favorite foods are now repulsive. And and she's working on it. And, and the way that she described, I think she was saying it, the bacon, she goes, the way that I would describe it is the freshest pile of dog poop that has <laughs> been stepped in. And she goes, it's that bad. Wow. So she went from loving bacon to that. And I'm like, wow, I, I really feel for you. Now, she um, she initially got the vaccine after having COVID because she thought that it was going to fix that. And there were some rumors that it was doing that, but all it did was kind of rearrange things. It didn't really fix, fix anything. Um, have you tried any of the stuff that they have been pushing? Like, uh, uh as, I'm as not a, sure you mean, I haven't seen or heard anything. Okay. All right. Well, there's a couple of things here. I'm trying to, there is like some, I want to say it was uh lactic acid. I think is one, one of the, was it lack? No, lipoic acid, lipoic acid is one of the, the potential fixes for this. There's a couple of things here. How um, is it? Vitamin A. I'm trying to think yeah, of everything. Vitamin, I've been taking vitamin A for quite some time. Okay, and that's not vitamin, helping you. Okay. I, I have not been. Yeah, I have okay. not been um, vaccinated. Never planned to. Okay. I yeah I, yeah. Alpha um, lipoic acid. Okay, hold on a second. Alpha lipoic acid is being studied right now. Okay. So lipoic acid, okay. L-I-P-O-I-C, which you can get at Nutrition HQ. Mention me, you get a 10% discount. Um, it's it's being used as a treatment following viral loss of smell. Now, they've been studying this for since like the early 2000s. So they're applying that to COVID as well, okay? So it works for some people. It doesn't work for other people. You know, it just, it. but you might as well give it a shot. It's a Perfectly safe supplement. Sure. Um, sure, absolutely. What is the? God, there's a, some other one that I was looking out there. Alpha lipoic acid is one. God, where is the other one? Vitamin D is another one. Okay. Which I mean that 
stands to 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 reason with everything else with COVID. Um, those are the two that I have offhand. Well, yeah, those are the two that I have offhand. So if if you're not getting any success with A or D, I'd probably try the alpha alpha lipoic acid. I would try that. I will do that, man. Yeah, and I I, I appreciate it. I know that there's more. There's a few others that they're looking at, but that's the one that they've been studying for you know like 20 years. And they they've had some success after COVID. Now my friend had no success with it. She tried it. Oh no, didn't work for her. But maybe it'll work for you. I'll give her a try. Thank All you right. so much hey, for Mac. that recommendation. Good good luck. Good luck. I'm not going to count that against you for not drinking coffee. <laughs> I appreciate that. Right. Appreciate that. <laughs> you take care, bud. All right. You do, bye. Man, that's terrible. You know, my wife got the uh, this. She got this coffee supplement. It's a tea. It's not a like a supplement like you put in your your coffee it's it's like a, a, a supplement to coffee so it's like a replacement and she got this this tea that is designed to replace coffee and so i'm like what is it decaffeinated and because you know to me it anything that replaces coffee that's supposed to taste like coffee is just like decaf um and she says no it's caffeinated I'm like okay the, why, why are you drinking a tea that tastes like coffee but has the caffeine when you could just have the coffee i it doesn't make any sense to me uh, she gave me a reason, but I wasn't listening very closely because it, the answer didn't didn't interest me. And so I don't know exactly why she is doing that. Um, one of them does actually taste relatively decent. I would probably drink it if I were sick because I like having tea when I'm sick. Um, but I, I, I don't know what the purpose of it is. I don't know why you would replace coffee with a caffeinated tea. It just doesn't make any sense. Just have this stupid coffee. Um, now, there are some people out there who don't like the taste of coffee. And those are what we call inexperienced coffee drinkers who probably only had Folgers or Taster's Choice or some garbage coffee like that, and they haven't had real coffee. Wine, see, here's, this is what I don't understand. Josh, why is this? You, like, have a woman in your life. Why is it that everybody understands that wines all taste different, but nobody can grasp the concept that everything else has different flavors too? <laughs> right? I've been saying this about beer forever, right? There is a beer for everyone. If you don't like beer, I got news for you. You're wrong. There is a beer for you. I promise. I know because my wife hates beer and there are at least two beers that she enjoys drinking. Okay. Because like wine, there is an unlimited variety of flavor profiles that are available to you. And it is the same with coffee. Now, when you're dealing with, you know, a medical issue or something like that, obviously we're not talking about you. But if you're just one of those people like, I don't like coffee, you probably grew up in a household that was trying to shove crap coffee down your gullet. That's why you you get, you know, high premium coffee. Now, some people don't want to pay for that. I, I Look, I get it. If coffee's not important to you, then just get some Nescafe instant coffee like most Europeans and Canadians do. Don't care about the flavor. Just have it to wake up in the morning. Or you could just get a caffeine pill and not have to worry about it, Josh. You just drink whatever you want. Or you could be like members of the military and not have the coffee and just have an energy drink, which is just... Coffee in the morning, energy drink in the afternoon. That's how I roll, okay? But there is a coffee out there for everybody, even if you think you don't like coffee. I promise you. Casey, there's a tea out there for you, too. Yes, there is. I, I enjoy an, a, a strong Earl Grey. I also like um, I like a couple of teas that have, like, licorice root in it. Um, and this coffee replacement stuff that my wife is using, I don't, again, I don't know why she's doing it. It's weird, but whatever. There is one, the uh, the French roast does taste like a medium roast coffee. It doesn't taste like a French roast coffee, but it tastes like a medium roast coffee. It's just thinner. 
but uh, but it is. It's it's decent. I, you know, if I'm sick and I need to have something that's a little bit easier on the stomach, I would I would certainly go with that. But but it's only if I'm sick, man. It's not like an everyday sort of a thing. So I hope that works out for you because there is there are like things that they're doing that are helping with the sense of smell and taste. But there's measured success with them. All right, more open lines coming up. Once again, the Glass Doctor of Elkhart and St. Joseph County phone lines, 574-2595-953. Got more coming up, 95.3 MNC. So, true story, got a text message this morning, and a relative of mine is like, can you please get me the lavender CBD lotion, please? I am out, and I desperately need more. That's how that's how good this stuff is. It doesn't break the bank. It's effective. Smells nice if you get the lavender. Doesn't smell like anything if you get the unscented. I was in a place the other day and uh, yeah 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 the barbershop barbershop, and the ladies were talking about uh, one of them had had been injured over the holiday, and the other one was offering to give them some Tiger Bomb. Ever use Tiger Bomb, Josh? You're an athlete. You, use, you probably use Tiger Bomb, right? Is that not the worst smelling crap? <laughs> it is so awful. Okay? And it doesn't really work all that great. It's better than nothing. But it doesn't work all that great. Really what ends up happening is it just rearranges your senses that you are so repulsed by the smell of it that you no longer care that your back has been broken. Right? That's kind of how it is. Not with allnaturalcbd.org. You go to allnaturalcbd.org, you get a pleasant smelling Highly effective CBD product, including pain patches now. They've got CBD gummies for sleep and for pain. The lotion is their flagship product, and it works amazingly well and super, super fast. You're not going to be greasy. You're not going to have this, this like, Cool Whip mayonnaise-looking sloth all over your body when you rub it on. It is a high-quality lotion. It will moisturize your skin, and it will deliver pain relief within minutes. Go to All Natural cbd.org promo code kc10 to save 10 percent uh so yeah so the the podcast that joe rogan did with uh dr robert malone uh who is again the the inventor primary inventor of the mrna technology and you know here's here's the thing like this podcast this is a great this is a great interview you're dealing with one of the foremost experts on infectious disease uh, who works at uh, NIH and the CDC all of these years and, you know, has been in the government bu- bureaucratic system forever and now all of a sudden is, like, listed as some kook when he's a world-renowned expert. And, you know, the podcast starts getting taken down. It gets taken down from Twitter, gets taken down from YouTube and everything else. So a um, a Republican from Texas, Representative Troy Nels, has submitted the Joe Rogan uh, podcast with Dr. Robert Malone, which you should listen to to the congressional record yesterday. And the reason he did that is because when it goes into the congressional record, YouTube can't take it down. And he wants everybody to hear it. And you need to hear it. You desperately need to hear it. I know that many of you have known about Dr. Malone for a long time. Uh, I know that a lot of you have not. But it's a really good interview. I, I highly encourage you to sit down and listen to it. Uh, anyway, back to the phone lines, 574-2595-953, open lines. Uh, ben, welcome to the program. Good afternoon. Hey, Casey, how are you? What's um, up, man? I, I, I found myself chuckling hard when you uh, were describing your wife's coffee replacement as coffee. Um, <laughs> because essentially that's what she did. So, I thought of a business 
opportunity, especially Uh-oh. one that stood over winter and, and that's you, myself, and a very good friend of mine, Greg Stone, who runs a shop in uh, Alcott, we could do it. And it, it's called Bottled Erish. Um, and it, it, it's a 77% nitrogen, 23% oxygen, and a few impurities. And you can actually put the bottle on your back and have a breathing apparatus that you put in your mouth. And you can breathe this Erish. And I'm thinking we could maybe rent these bottles out at, let's say, 40 bucks. And you probably have about three hours of that regular surface, atmosphere, atmospheric pressure. You probably have about three hours breathing on one bottle. Rent it out for 30 bucks for three hours. And obviously they'll need their breathing regulator and what have you. Rent that out maybe 10 bucks a day. So they'll need three or four bottles a day. I'm thinking 100 bucks a day. There's a lot of shops in this area that aren't so busy over winter. Yeah, yeah, that's true. in fact, be able to supply this perish. Um, and evidently, your wife, who I know to be a very, very intelligent woman, if she can buy coffee and think it's tea, yeah. why not? Yeah. <laughs> why not? <laughs> why not? And, and then you won't have to worry about them breathing the COVID anymore. Well, exactly. See? They're bringing their own air with them. <laughs> Okay. All right, Ben. Appreciate it, man. Good to have you back on. All right. Take care. There you go. There's a business opportunity. I'm not responsible for any of the health hazards there. Just uh, just letting everybody know. It's open lines, right? We don't have any culpability for things that are said on the air when it's open lines, Josh. That's uh, the uh, the lawyer that we that we have in the uh, the back by the dumpster. He he says that's that's the case. We no liability, no legal liability at all. What I believe him. We're, look, if you're allowed to believe somebody when they change their genders, if somebody tells you that they're a lawyer, Josh, you're you're allowed to believe them. And that's I got attorney-client privilege. That that guy's not allowed to say anything. I just confess to him every Wednesday. All right. Rumble.com slash Casey the host to watch the live stream. Got a bunch of you on there. A bunch of you are new. I can tell that you're new. I need more of you to hit that rumble button, and I need more of you to hit that subscribe button. That would be fantastic. Uh, Facebook is back to censoring me again. So follow me on Telegram at Casey the Host as well. All right, 574-2595-953. That is 2595-953. I have been following this. Periodically, I'll get these emails like, Casey, I know you're on vacation. Have you seen this? Yeah. What is going on with CNN and the pedophiles? I I mean, I used to make CNN pedophile jokes. I I didn't realize that I was actually hitting closer to home than, than would be well, more comfortable, but I, I, this Jake Tapper's producer has now quit is a second CNN employee investigated for potential crimes against minors. The other one was, uh, was Cuomo's producer Cuomo, of course, fired because of sexual harassment. His brother ousted from office for sexual harassment, not for killing thousands of elderly people, but for, for sexual harassment. What is going on over at CNN? Did you see that their ratings dropped another 38%? Over the last quarter, Josh, 38% drop in their ratings. They had no ratings to speak of. The reruns on HGTV beat CNN. I, I don't even know what those shows are. I, this, it's just crazy stuff. What else do we have here? Oh, the, the Let's Go Brandon Dad? I'm on vacation, and some guy gets Joe Biden to say Let's Go Brandon on live television, Josh? I'm on vacation when that happens. (laughs) 
the 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 NASCAR driver where Let's Go Brandon originated is now sponsored by Let's Go Brandon. Has a new Camaro and everything else. Have I really been gone that long? It's only been like two and a half weeks, Josh, for the love of God. I, <laughs> I wish, I wish, I, 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 don't, I don't know what to tell you. It's always, it's always a big news cycle when I go on vacation, always. But this has been insane. The, Josh, the guy got Joe Biden to say, let's go Brandon on national television. We were joking about Jill Biden saying, stop saying that because Joe is starting to think his name is Brandon. We were joking about that, and here goes Joe Biden proving us right again. Once again, the Babylon Bee is real news. I, it's crazy stuff, I know. What else do we have here? Uh, oh, a school board has unanimously approved a plan to pay non-white teachers more money. That's from a couple of days ago. The Mankato School Board in Minnesota voted unanimously to pay non-white teachers additional stipends based only on their skin color. Now, aside from the horrendously racist aspects of that, optics, I would say, aside from that, are these people that stupid that they think this is not going to be turned over in a court of law? Hey, Josh, you read the uh, employee handbook. Josh actually reads the employee handbook. It's weird. So we, we go to him when there's something in the employee handbook that they hand out to us every single year that we all just throw away. Um, no, I totally keep mine in my basement where my water heater exploded and flooded. <clears throat> so if anybody asks Josh, that's what happened to it. Um, I believe that there's something written in there about discriminating against people for pay based on their race. That's a thing, right? You're not allowed to pay people less or more money based on their skin color. Page 34, he says. See, I knew it. Page 34. So, uh, that's like rule 34, right? Page 34 of the FedMed employee handbook is you cannot pay people differently based on their skin color. And I would imagine that most of you out there have something very similar in your employee handbook. And here we have school board members, air quote, school board members, voting to unanimously pay non-white teachers additional money which is 100% illegal. It's not only racist, but it's illegal. Now, given this latest story, once again, I would like to issue the challenge. Um, prove me wrong that school boards in mass are made up of the lowest common denominator and the dumbest people in society. Again, there are brilliant, great people who make their way onto school boards. But as a collective body, school boards are dumb people. Which is why you get a school board that unanimously votes to pay people more based on their skin color. Let's rephrase that. They've unanimously decided to pay a specific race less money than everybody else. Because that's really what they did. Let's call it what it is. They voted to cut the pay of people who are white and increase the pay of everybody else. That's what really happened here. So you rephrase that a little bit and you start to get... A little bit different uh, reaction from people. That's amazing. This is amazing stuff. I, where's the Where's the CNN and MSNBC and Fox News? Where's all of the uh, the nightly conversations about we need to have a discussion about race in this country? Where, where's all of that? They literally voted to pay a specific race of teachers less money. 
unanimously. Not one person on that board was like, yeah, this is a bad idea, guys, even though it's, it's clearly going to be killed by the courts, but still. 574-2595-953. want to talk to you about Impress Jewelry Creations, creating meaningful jewelry for the moments that will last a lifetime. Make sure you visit them online at impressjewelers.com. Ooh, that's a good question. Another crazy thing that happened when I was gone is Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez decided that all Republican men want to sleep with her. You catch that? Guys, in case you didn't know, apparently you have the hots for AOC and didn't know it. Because <laughs> Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez got caught doing what a bunch of Democrats get caught doing, which is they vacation in Florida without masks. And she was photographed in Florida without a mask. She went out and about without a mask. She went to a party without a mask. She hugged people and shook hands without a mask in Florida, which, of course, she says is killing people and and what have you. So it's interesting that all these Democrats who keep telling you how horrible Ron DeSantis are, they keep wanting to vacation there where Ron DeSantis is governing. You know what you could say? And this is true. This is an actual true statement. All of these Democrats who criticize Florida and Ron DeSantis but actually go to Florida for vacation and don't wear their masks and the Don Lemons of the CNNs and everything else that do that, they're all actually endorsing Ron DeSantis for president. Every single one of them is doing it. You know, it, they don't want to admit it publicly, but that's that's the result. They don't want to stay in their crap, stupid state, and that includes Governor Whitmer. She doesn't want to be in her own state, and she runs the thing, and so she goes to Florida, just like all the other Democrats go to Florida. Oh, another thing that happened when I was on vacation, because that's the theme of the show, uh, Governor Whitmer, her administration cleared her of any wrongdoing in the dark money campaign probe. So there you go. Jocelyn Benson, an acolyte of Governor Whitmer, investigated her boss and found that her boss didn't break the law when, in fact, her boss clearly broke the law. But I digress. Nothing to see here. All right. Uh, Pastor Jeff, what's up, man? How you doing? Hey, I'm all right, Casey. How you doing? I'm hanging in there. So how how many Hail Marys and whatnot am I supposed to say to save my soul? Josh wants to know. No, no, I, I, don't, uh, I don't do those. I, oh, okay. I go right to the boss. Okay. I just go right to him and have a talk. <laughs> okay. So. But uh, I missed you on vacation as well. Um, but listen, I was just kind of stirred. You know, I'm, I'm looking forward to running into you at Prime Table next time. Okay. But, uh, but the thing that really stirred me was your comments about the school board issues. Yeah. And um, I have just finished reading really three books, uh, but two complete volumes by a man named Viktor Frankl. Okay. He, uh, he, he's known as kind of like the cure to Freud. He, he, was, he came out of Vienna. Okay. He is, he, he is not uh, a Freudian in any way. Uh, you know, I'm a victim of mom and dad and right. circumstances, and I'm, you know, all that. He survived four concentration camps and went on to found uh, a psychological discipline that, that saved people's lives, okay? There's thousands of people, and he's, he's amazing. But here's the point. He wrote on the concept of collective guilt. And after World War II, he dealt with many people, as a Jew, who survived the concentration camps. And there was a woman who confronted him when he spoke somewhere, and he said, how could you dare write any books in the language of Hitler? And he stopped and he said, Madam, do you have any knives in your kitchen? (laughs) 
he did exactly what we do now with gun control, mm-hmm. but he used it with words. And he said, do you have knives in your kitchen? She says, yes. He goes, well, how could you dare have those in your kitchen when they are used every day to murder people all around the world? Right. But it shut her down logically. Mm-hmm. So the thing that, that was just so wonderful about it is that I've got these things tucked away. And, and having this, these modern conversations, not with some whiny, you know, whiny person who can't find a parking space at the mall and everything is racism, they say, wait a second. This guy survived four concentration camps. He forgave the Nazis while they had him in the camp. Mm -hmm. And he went on to save tens of thousands of lives from despair and suicide because of his focus on personal responsibility, forgiveness, and a vision for the future. And it's just remarkable. I'm saying, so when we go into those salary talks or school policy talks or something like that, it's just, just one more. But it's not my voice. It's an ancient voice. It's a voice that's gone now went through one of the most tumultuous, horrifying times of human history, came out a, vic- a victor, lost his whole family, lost his brand new wife and their, their, their baby that wasn't born yet, came out to marry a Christian woman and go on to write these books and change many lives by God's grace. So, you know, truth, 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 and we'll just keep going and going and hammering this thing, and hopefully we'll see some people have their minds changed. And, and, you know, and what's the... What's the author's name again, Pastor? His name is Victor Frankel. Victor Frankel. V-I-K-T-O-R, and then Frank with an L at the end. Frankel. Okay. Hey, and, I, uh, oh, my goodness, just, just remarkable stuff. But, sounds uh, like it. Yeah. Anyway. I appreciate that. Back, and it's good, good to talk to you. It's again. always good to have you out there. Thank you so much. All right. All right. Bye-bye now. You, you take care. There you go. Victor Frankel. Probably a good pickup. All right. What else do we have? Oh, I got to take a break, don't I? Am I due for a break? Yeah, okay, I gotta go, I gotta go, again, my clocks are a little bit off, um, because I was always perfect before. I, I, I never missed a break before, but now, you know, I've been gone for a couple of weeks. Good more coming up, News Talk 95.3, Michiana's News Channel. And good afternoon. Thank you for tuning in. News Talk 95.3, Michiana's news channel, doing uh, doing something a little different. I was gone for a long time, so we're doing some open lines. Back to the phones we go. Eric, welcome to the program. Hey, Casey, thanks for taking my call. Sure. Hey, uh, no Hail Marys here either. I, too, go straight to the boss. There you go. So, um, hey, uh, my wife is uh, vaccinated, got vaccinated sometime over late summer, early fall. Um, I chose not to. Um, I can't remember which vaccination she got, but it was two shots. So I know that it wasn't Johnson and Johnson. Yeah. Okay. She tested positive yesterday. Oh no. I tested. I tested negative. Okay. And and have you yeah, had she, COVID yet or no? Nope. Well, I don't know. I got very very sick in December of 2019. Okay. So and the maybe, yeah, maybe there's there's some theories that it might have been here that early, but most have it after the new year. Um, so, yeah. So we'll just assume that you have not had it because that was a particularly bad flu season anyway. Right, so we'll just yeah. assume you haven't had it for the sake of argument. So but she's yeah. she's got so, it. There's she, TikTok memes it. about this. Pardon me. There are TikTok memes about this where the oh, spouse, yeah. the spouse who is unvaccinated. They they do a little dance over their spouse who is vaccinated and has COVID 
on the couch or in bed sicker than a dog, and they oh, feel good. So there's a lot of this yeah. going around. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's, it's literally happening at our house right now. And uh, she chose not to get a flu shot this year. Okay. And I did. I get a flu shot every year. All right. So, so I got a flu shot, but no COVID shots. Okay. She got COVID shots, but no flu shot. Interesting. And um, I took her to the doctor yesterday, so I missed work to take her to the doctor. Mm-hmm. But I went back to work today. I feel fine. I asked the doctor, I said, so what's the chances of me getting this? Mm-hmm. And she's like, well, your chances are very good. Yeah. And I'm like, well, okay. Well, I, I guess when that time comes, then I, I guess when I get it, I get it, you know? Well, and this is the thing that I've been telling people, you know, we're down to 20 seconds. I mean, I wish her the best. I hope she, she makes a full recovery very fast. Very oh, quick. she will. Yeah, yeah, she's um, pretty healthy. She'll but, be all right. You know, nobody's going to escape this. If you haven't had it yet, you're going to get it. It doesn't matter if you're vaccinated or not, unless you have some T-cell immunity or something like that that's built in from a previous illness. And there are some people who have that. So that's uh-huh. that's the thing I want people to understand is whether you're vaccinated or not, you're going to get it. And just right. be prepared yeah, for that. But I'm not, not going to go the third arm. I hear you. I got, I got a roll, buddy. I'm so sorry, man. We got to go. Yeah, yeah, voice guy, go away. All right, 574-2595-953. That is 2595-953. Your, uh, I am, I, I'm, here's the thing. Supply chain has been messing with my deodorant. Has supply chain been messing with your deodorant? My deodorant, okay. I went to an aerosol deodorant antiperspirant not that long ago, but only Old Spice. Old Spice makes this really good aerosol antiperspirant it is so good and i've tried other brands and it's like out of stock almost everywhere i go can't find it so i got the degree the degree lasts like 30 minutes dude it's terrible i'm a freshly showered guy and here's the thing with my water heater breaking over the weekend it broke sunday night flooded my basement thank you for that water heater appreciate it um it is it is critical (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> that I not get funky quick, right? When you're using ice cold water to shower, I don't like those Navy showers. When you're using ice cold water to shower, you, you kind of want it to last so you don't have to do it again. And it's it's making this very, very difficult. Now, cold waters, um, Navy SEALs are famous for taking cold showers. I, I don't know that they actually do it, but they talk about taking cold showers and the health effects of taking a cold shower and whatnot. Um well, the reason I bring this up is that the Navy SEALs who have refused the COVID vaccine, they sued the Biden administration. We told you about this. A federal judge granted a preliminary injunction today blocking the Department of Defense from taking action against the 35 SEALs who have refused to get the vaccine, raising questions on how it might shape the Pentagon's requirement that all U.S. troops get vaccinated. Yeah, good for them. Good for them. And they're not the only ones suing either. Um, let's see, it's, 
This court does not make light of COVID-19's impact on the military. Collectively, our armed forces have lost over 80 lives to COVID-19 over the course of the pandemic. By the way, a naval ship that is fully vaccinated and boosted is has got a COVID outbreak right now. Um, and so the judge basically said the loss of religious liberties outweighs any forthcoming harm to the Navy and that even the direst circumstances cannot justify the loss of constitutional rights. Meanwhile, the Marine Corps and the Air Force have form letters blanketly rejecting any and all religious exemptions for for COVID. I haven't heard about the Army yet, but I know that the Marine Corps and the Air Force are blanketly rejecting any and all religious exemptions for the COVID vaccine. Uh, the Navy SEALs are just one element of the military that was suing, and they've won, they've won at least a temporary injunction with the, the courts today, so they are not going to be required to get the vaccine. But they also, I also want to point out that you know, they had said that they're not going to deploy any of the uh, the SEALs or any of the other Tier 1 or Tier 2 operators. They're not going to deploy any of them unless they're vaccinated, which, again, doesn't make any sense, but that's kind of what they're they're saying. So go figure. All right. And, you know, look, and to the last guy, I, I know he says his wife is going to recover. I certainly hope that she will. I hope it's Omicron because Omicron is extremely mild. Um, and the research shows, for those of you missed earlier, Omicron infections are providing full immunity for all of the other Delta, uh, not Delta, but all of the other COVID variants, including Delta. And that's exactly what you want. Uh, you know, that's, this is, there's a lot of places like the South African, like uh, increase in Omicron. That's where it first appeared. Like that spike is over with, like they're done. And so everybody who's getting Omicron right now, most people will not even know that they have it. Others will mistake it for a common cold. And, they will, um, you know, they will get over it in, in a couple of days, and it provides that that immunity against everything else. I've been saying this for a long time. I know that I made mention of it in that last segment before we head back to the phone lines, and I, a bunch of people pointed out on Discord that I mentioned this a long time ago. You're going to get COVID. It is going to happen. There isn't anything you can do about it at this point in time. You're going to get it. If you don't, you either had it and didn't realize it because so many people are asymptomatic or you probably have some T-cell immunity that exists in your body, which we know that there are people who've had previous infections of different viruses have immunity to COVID. Um, there's scarce data on what specifically those infections are, but they do know that there are people who have pre-existing immunity to this. So you might be one of those folks. You might have had it and not realized you had it because you're asymptomatic. But if you haven't had COVID yet, you're going to get it. I'm fully anticipating that everybody in my household is going to get it at some point in time if they haven't already had it. You know, we'll, we'll continue to do what we can to try and keep um, other people safe. But the good news is, is that we're, at, we're still at a point after two years where People who are, are getting seriously ill from it are people who are very, very sick otherwise. And healthy people, younger people, tend to not have a serious reaction to it. That's great. Remember, most of the hospitalizations now are people who go to the hospital for something else and then get diagnosed with COVID at the hospital. They're not in the hospital because of COVID. The issue with the hospital system right now is not the sheer number of COVID cases overwhelming the hospital system because so many people have COVID and need to go to the hospital for COVID. No. The issue with the hospital system is that they fired a bunch of nurses and staff and they don't have enough people to man 
the hospital. And that was the case with the when I was on vacation. There was a local story here about local hospitals here not having the the ability to treat COVID patients, but it wasn't hospital capacity, it was staffing capacity. And that was a critical point that was being missed by all of the news coverage here locally about it, but it was staffing capacity. In other words, they didn't have enough staff to deal with the patients that they had, but there was no issue with the hospital. Hey, Josh, what did the local hospitals do? Did what every other hospital in the country did. They fired hundreds of people because they didn't want to get a COVID vaccine. All people who work in the medical industry, by the way. All right, to the phone lines we go. Tom, welcome to the program. Hello. What's up, uh, bud? Just for the record, uh, yeah. I do not want to sleep with OAC. <laughs> I'm, so I'm one on the I, right that does not want to. Yeah, I, you know, I wouldn't want to sleep next to her either because she's liable to kill you. So whatever you do with her, you stay awake. And whatever ignorance or whatever she has might be contagious and... There's that. Yeah, there's I I was we were having this discussion on the discord server because, you know, we do the live stream. There's very inappropriate conversations that happen in commercial breaks. Um, Look, if you're looking for uh, an intelligent woman, she's not your gal, (laughs) which is fine. It's it's fine. But if if you're if you're somebody who's interested in intelligence, AOC is not your girl. That's just all there is to it. If you're into crazy, she might be. (laughs) And there are guys who seek out crazy. You know who I'm talking about. You're listening to this show right now. But, you know, she might she might be on your list if you seek out crazy. But if you seek out intelligence, she's definitely not on that list. Well, I hope you got uh, rested up a little bit over the vacation. Yeah, a little bit. I mean, it's always nice when, you know, chaos happens right before. And and I'm probably going to have to take a couple of days here soon because I still we're still moving my mom up here and have to go back down to Vegas and grab some stuff and bring it back. So, don't be surprised if later on this month you, you don't see me for a couple of days. Nothing weird's going on. Uh, just, you know, it's it's a stressful time. The holidays, relocating somebody across the country and, you know, uh, massive amounts of bills and everything else that are coming due. So it's 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 a bit stressful, but we're good. Everything's fine. Uh, I'm looking forward to the roller coaster ride of this new year and you keeping me informed on the things that are going on that I don't catch myself. Well, you know, I, I do my, I'll do my best, and I appreciate everybody who was concerned that I was gone, and, and everybody who is, you know, hopping on the live stream today and saying very kind things. I appreciate that, but um, you know, we'll keep trucking away and do what we're doing. The second show should start soon. I just got word that the uh, the wall has been built in the studio upstairs. We're just waiting for hardlined internet to be put in there, um, and that should happen in the next couple of weeks. And then show number two can launch for syndication efforts. So we're 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 doing okay, man. Things are humming along. Good. Well, right. onward and upward. There you go. And uh, Brandon can do his job. <laughs> yeah, we'll see. What? All right, Tom. It's good to hear from you, man. Hope you had a okay. good good holiday. Appreciate yep, it. Bye. Thank you much. Yeah, it's um. Look, I here's the thing. I I'm not going to make full big announcements here, but here's some stuff that you all need to know about. I'm building an entirely new ecosystem right now for fans of this show. It's currently in the works. It would probably be done already if there wasn't so much else going on. So I would expect for it to be done February, March. Okay. Um, Is everything that you all do involving this show can be done in one spot. Watch the live streams in one spot and get premium content in one spot. You can get uh, your own social network that is just for my audience in one spot. 
the uh, the merchandise and the store, one spot. Everything podcast, daily show prep, news, ag- everything is going to be in one place. So you will have one place to go every single day for anything involving this show and the other show. So this is all being built right now. There will likely be a mobile app that is my specific app for you to have on your phone. So every time I go live on on video streaming or what have you, you're going to be able to watch right there from your mobile device okay? without having a third-party app. It's just going to be my branded app. You'll have it right there. All of my videos are there. If that goes smoothly, there's a good chance you're going to see a, a television station of my content on Roku, on Amazon, maybe even Apple. So we're all, all of these things are just kind of like, they're, they're floating right here and they're going to start rolling out. A bunch of them are going to come out real quick and then the other ones will be kind of like filtered in throughout the rest of the year. Now, if you were one of those folks who got real concerned that I wasn't going to be around anymore, all you have to do is follow me on Telegram, follow me on Rumble, and subscribe to my newsletter at theburningtruth.us. Okay? If you do that, you're never going to know wonder where I am. You can follow me on other social networks if you want. It's at Casey the Host, literally at all of them. So whatever you want to do, I'm not on Twitter, but other than that, at Casey the Host, okay? Parlor, Gab, Getter, whatever you want to do. My primary go-to is Telegram. I prefer Telegram over the other ones. Um, but I don't have the biggest audience there. So I'm trying to get everybody to leave Facebook and go to Telegram. If you could do that, that'd be great. Um, but, you know, all we can do is grind away at it. Everybody who's following me on YouTube, I wish you would go to Rumble. And we would double the Rumble channel size, like right now, if you did that. It's It's imperative that we get away from... YouTube, which is still censoring, and Facebook, which is still censoring, and Twitter, which is still censoring, and everything. Joe Rogan, for crying out loud, signed up for Getter because he wants off of, of well, he wants a backup for Twitter. He sees what's coming. He, I mean, it's they're censoring his content everywhere. He knows what's coming. I'm very active on Instagram, if you're interested in that. You know, it's mostly memes and stuff, but uh, I am on TikTok. I, I'm not... Um, you know, TikTok famous or anything like that. I did finally break down and get TikTok just because I had a couple of ideas of doing some stuff. And it's been fun, to be perfectly honest with you. So, you know, there's there's some things. It, it really just depends on where you want to go. But if you want, if you want to be in tune with everything about this show, Telegram at Casey the Host. Rumble at Casey the Host. And theburningtruth.us and sign up for that newsletter. You do that, you're never going to wonder where I am. And if, God forbid, I'm not saying this would happen, but if I do disappear off of MNC, guess what? You will know exactly what is going on, when it happens, and what my next steps will be. But you have to be on those three places in order to get all of that, okay? It is the easiest way for for you to stay in tune. And I know that some of you don't do social media and stuff like that. That's fine. Do the newsletter, okay? It's anything big, I will send out in a newsletter. And uh, this rebranding is going to be good. It's going to be very good. I've been thinking about it for many, many years. Some of the stuff I've been wanting to do for over a decade, and we're finally going to do it. So it's it's going to cost me some coin, but we're going to get it taken care of. i got more coming up. News Talk 95.3, Michiana's News Channel.
All right, back to the phone lines we go. Been doing open lines today just because I've been gone for so long. What do we have here? Mike, welcome to the program. Hey, Casey. What's up? Hey, first first of all, I, I, I knew you weren't going anywhere because your boss, Jay-Z, is no dummy. That's that's, that's <laughs> like I said, I, if, if John ever leaves, get table. worried about me. <laughs> yeah, uh, second of all, um, in regards to the antibody testing that's going on right now, I, I know you know there's uh, seen some advertisements. You can go into some of the local labs get antibody testing, but yeah. you know that's the gold standard in virology is antibody. Uh, you know your levels. Can they? Can they? You know you can they qual. They can see whether you have the antibodies, but can they quantify how high your antibody levels are? I, I don't, you know, I've been asking that question to even some of uh, some medical professionals, and they're not able to answer that question. So here's the simplest answer, and this this comes from from me having you know several interviews and doing an event with Doctor Spock, okay? Um, or Spock, 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 sorry. And antibodies are not a measure of immunity. And that's that's been lost in this entire discussion. Just because you have antibodies doesn't mean you're immune. Just because you have more antibodies than somebody else doesn't mean that you're more immune than somebody else. That's not how that works. When they do the antibody test, they're able to tell if you've had it. And if you've had it, there's a good chance you have natural immunity. doesn't matter what the antibody count is. So quantifying means nothing. Right. So, like, um, if you if you... I don't know if you saw this, but the Joe Rogan podcast where he took Dr. Gupta to task for CNN lying about ivermectin. I did. I did. They were arguing over their antibody counts. Like, I have more antibodies than you. That doesn't mean anything. That's not a measure of immunity. But what it does do is it does show, yeah, you've had the virus. Or no, you have not had the virus because you don't have the antibodies present in your system. But an antibody, your antibody count is not a measure of your immunity. Make sense? Yes, it does. Okay. Does that answer your question? Is that what you're at, asking? Okay. It's, it's my first day back, and I don't know. Casey, <laughs> <laughs> have a great day. Thank you, you. You you too. Yeah, thank you so much. Okay. Yeah, yeah. And, and that was that was the whole point. Like, I, I literally, the week that I got COVID, I was calling around and scheduling my antibody test because we thought that I had it way back in February of uh, 2020. Was it 2020? Yeah, 2020. Like, right before the lockdowns and everything happened. Remember, I got real sick and I was gone for several days? We thought that I might have had COVID there. Now, my doctor said my symptoms didn't seem to line up. We didn't know anything about it at the time, so she did, you know, she's, look, stay home for two weeks. Just take those precautions, stay home for two weeks. We did the show from home. That's the first time I started live streaming from home, okay? Um, Or doing the radio show from home, I should say. I was live streaming too, but doing the radio show. And... I never did get out to get the antibody test. And as everything was reopening and stuff like that, I wanted to go ahead and and figure that out. So I was actually calling around and making appointments. And that's when I came back for the Radiothon. And that's when I got COVID. Came back from the Radiothon. I don't know that I got it here or from anybody at the Radiothon, but um, I got COVID when I came back because it was the first time I'd come back from being isolated all of that time. So it was over a year, right, Josh? Something like that. Over a year that I was gone. And and we, you know, I was out before most people were out uh, just because we didn't know. As time progressed, my symptoms earlier lined up with what we knew COVID was. So the assumption then became I probably had it. I didn't. I just, I had, you know, whatever bug was going around that year. I did not have COVID. Um, 
And I ended up getting COVID before I was able to get that antibody test. But, you know, when you get the antibody test, measuring how many antibodies you have in there is not a measure of how immune you are. You know, if you got uh, you know ten thousand versus five thousand, you're not more immune than than somebody has five thousand. That's not that's not how that works. But but they can register if you've had it. So if you've been exposed to the virus before, then yeah, you've probably got that natural immunity because of the the uh, the antibodies being present in your system. But yes, the, the count of them is not a measure of your immunity. Very good question, by the way. Um, and it is something that often gets confused, even with people like. Dr. Gupta, who's on CNN almost every day talking about this, still trying, well, I'm even more immune than you. No, you're not. That's not how that works. It's kind of like saying if you have a cloth mask on, um, but you sneeze, and even if the cloth mask blocked 10% of the particles that are going out there, which it doesn't, but let's just, for the sake of ours, oh, it blocked 10%, and going, well, it's still 10% better. Yeah, but the stuff that got out was enough to infect, you know, 100,000 people in a room of 10 people, it didn't really do anything. It's completely and totally ineffective. And they've been using that logic on people for two years now. That's the problem. So the fact that I go on vacation and now everybody is starting to admit, okay, the federal government can't fix this. This is a state problem. Cloth masks don't work. Surgical masks don't work. You need an N95 mask. And and even those should still be reserved only for medical personnel. And and, all of this stuff that they're starting to admit – Fauci even admitting that we're overcounting children in hospitals from COVID and uh, all of this stuff. You know, all of, they're admitting all of the things that we have been telling you for years that we that they told you we were lying about, and now they're admitting that we were right and that they were wrong the entire time. Now, do you honestly think that Dr. Fauci and Dr. Einters and all of these other people were wrong about? It? No, they they were just lying to you. They were just lying to you for various reasons. Okay, they 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 knew better. You think for a second that I don't know that Dr. Fauci knows his cloth mask doesn't work? Of course. He, he, said, he was one of the first people to tell everybody it doesn't work. He was right. The problem is that they deceived everybody for various reasons, and they're running out of reasons to do that. And you're getting closer to an election season, and the places that went against the grain of the experts' advice are doing better than places that took all of the experts' advice. And they can't hide from it anymore. So much so that everybody who thinks that Florida is a dystopian nightmare because evil Ron DeSantis is killing everybody there. Why are all of those people going on vacation in Florida and not wearing masks? All the people who are telling you you're supposed to wear a mask and stay inside and not leave anywhere. They're leaving their states with lockdowns and they're going to Florida. Because they've been lying to you. And like I said, just take a step back. Stop buying into the hyperbole and the tribalism. Just take a step back and just look at it. AOC doesn't want to be in New York because she knows that New York is crazy. And she wants to go to Florida because Florida is open and free. Same thing with Governor Whitmer. Same thing with all of these other people who keep going to Florida and keep going to Texas and all these other places. They, they know that they've been lying to you. It's been about control. It's been about power. It's been about money. It's not been about your health. And it's impossible to hide from that now. So now Biden's going, ah, you know, federal government can't do anything about it. It's all about the states now. And, you know, even Fauci's like, you know, you know, yeah, the vaccines and the boosters and the masks, they're not working. So, you know, it's uh, good luck, everybody. Good thing Omicron is not all that scary. You see how fast they went? It's been less than a month, guys. It went from Omicron being the new scary boogeyman to Omicron's not that bad. But Omicron was never that bad. And we knew it from the very beginning. And we told you that on this show. I, did you get any apologies today? 
Nobody called to apologize. No Trisha's. No Dr. Fox's. No, no, not nobody. Nobody called to apologize to me, Josh. Wow, I'm shocked. More coming up. News Talk 95.3, Michiana's News Channel. And want to remind you about Impress Jewelry Creations, creating meaningful jewelry for the moments that will last a lifetime. Yeah, you always know you had it. You had a, a rough go of the holiday season. I I was not very good about going to Warren Chiropractic for a little while there. We were having trouble with my schedule getting an appointment, and so I I let it lapse a little bit. And I went back, and I was like, yeah, I'm, like, really stiff. Like, you know, it's much more so than I normally am. Just, there's, like, a certain adjustment that he does when I'm laying flat on my back. Nothing ever happens there. Like the loudest crack. <laughs> it's like, oh my God. And like there was like three people who were around me go, whoa. <laughs> it felt so much better afterwards. Oh man. All right. What do we have here? Uh, an election integrity group, Voter GA, Georgia, released their uh, anticipated report in the Fulton County. Recount results and voter GA found that the Fulton County, Georgia recount included a 60% error reporting rate. Woo! 60%. Fulton County is the place where the the water main break that never happened happened. And that's also the place they had to continuously go back and recount ballots because stuff was always out of whack in Fulton County, Georgia. So now... An analysis has been done. They found that it has a 60% error rate. Yeah. No. No fraud. No scheming. No stolen election. Didn't happen. More coming up. News Talk 95.3 Michiana's News Channel. All right. I went long in that last segment. Thank you so much for joining us. I'm back from vacation. We'll see you tomorrow.